Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! Yo! What is going on? My name's Hartsel. That's Kitty and this right here. It's a KC Morning the word on this update, baby. Well, hey. Hey, hi. <laughs> hey there. Hi there. I don't know the, what the word is today. Um, you know what the word is, kitty. What's the word every day? Bird? That's one of many words, but what is always our word here on the Casey Morning Show, especially from you, a certain kind of way. We feeling what? Big what, kitty? Big Vibes. what? Big vibes. Vibes kitty. is the mood. And it's like sunny today. I walked the dog this morning. Pretty nice. Not too bad. A happy Memorial Day. Yep. A happy Pride. Yep. Good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Yeah, honestly. All that being said, though, I, I must say, I uh, I am feeling a bit attacked today. Okay. Not not from an actual person. Oh. Uh, from the elements. Mm, I, I Yes. Am, my allergies are just kicking my ass right now. Is this a sinus attack? An allergy attack? Someone or something is mounting an offensive all up into my sinuses, Kitty. We're going to do a weather dealio here in a bit. Do we have an air quality? Let's go ahead and add air quality to the list. Can we do that? So the air quality currently for Kansas City, um, it's moderate, it says. Moderately um, awful. It is at a 61 AQI. What the hell does that mean? Air quality index. Ah, okay. 61. Another index that we don't know anything about. So it's moderate. I'm not sure if it, <laughs> the higher you get, the worse it gets, or the lower it is. The yeah, wor- we I'm really not sure which is which. We never know. However, there is some air pollutant. There's a main pollutant called I knew it. PM 2.5, and it says... The PM 2.5 concentration in Kansas City air is currently one times above White House organization exposure recommendation. So if you are experiencing super severe allergies, um, they basically say, you know, uh, restrict your outdoor activities. So uh, I guess you're uh, cooped up today. May I call you Pam? I'm going to call you Pam. It's PM 2.5. Feels like a Pam to me. All right. And Pam needs to cool it. Well, I mean, it, it again, you know, you just got to close your windows to avoid dirty outdoor air. Sensitive groups should reduce outdoor Ooh. exercise. So I ain't doing none of that. Don't worry about that. You should well, not go on have, a run day. I have retired. There's pressure in the air. So it's not just me, right? Kansas it's not City. just you. No. Kansas City, you feel this? You feel this, right? It's humidity. How are you getting through this, Kansas City? The KC Morning Hose. How are you doing it? Hard out here for KC Morning, huh? You've teed it up now. Might as well go ahead and knock this out. Shall we do a weather dealio? Yep, hit me with it. 76 degrees, partly cloudy, and 76 stray shower or thunderstorm is possible. But I feel like that's a possible shower for the past year and a half now. Winds out of the east, northeast, 5 to 10 MPHs. Now, we've already mentioned one index today. Let's go ahead and mention that other index. It's the index shout-outs that really sets us apart on your KC Morning Show. Your best local podcast in Kansas City. BT-Dub, UV Index. What's that today? Eight. Eight is enough. Okay. Eight is always enough. Eight is great. Your sunset tonight, 839, a Ooh. last quarter moon. What was our um, what was our sunrise today? Can you find that out? Oh, wow, look at you. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, I can find that out for you, Kitty. In fact, it was 553 this morning. Hilarious. My mom calls me 
just bitching because the damn sun rises so early in KC and she's been in Florida. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure the sun rises early there too. I don't know. Whatever. Welcome back, Danny. Welcome back, Welcome Mom. back. This evening, 58 degrees, mostly clear. Tomorrow, 83 and mostly sunny. Friday, 87 and mostly sunny. Ooh, I can't wait to get to that when we get to that. Shweather Delio, Sonia KC. Go ahead and finish it off for me, kid. Morning show. Morning show. Yow. Bow. Yow. How about that? Mm-hmm. Big crescendo at the end. Love it. You know? Big crescendo gal, you know. I have my my major crescendo values. Both major and minor chords. That too. Kitty! How was your weekend? We took off on Monday. You did have to work. How'd that go? Not bad. Um, Memorial yeah. Day crowd at the mall? Memorial Day crowd at the mall. Oh, Oh, God. My people. No, these were not your people, actually. Your people decided to avoid them all on Monday. You're right. That's for posers. The real ones don't go out when we know it's going to be congested, because how do we get our steps in? It was a lot of tweens and teens, and I don't know. I just, I get it. I get so much now. Every girl has a little little klepto in them. I get that. You know, that's fine. (laughs) But it's one thing to just, like, know that, but it's another to, like, have to, you know, watch teenage girls, watch these tweens and stuff i uh had a 15 year old boy snap at me because he told me he could he could make what we were selling for less less than what we were charging oh did he little entrepreneur yeah yeah so it just (sighs) and that's the thing with these kids if they would just work with us they would understand that we have so much more in common some of these kids you can tell that they call their mom the b-word to her (laughs) face and she gives them a juice box and says you know go think about what you've done as she takes the crest off of their pb and j's yeah mm-hmm. yeah you can only play animal crossing on your switch no hardcore games <laughs> <laughs> different switch in 2021 kitty on the show today we got justice horn all right community activist he is running for jackson county legislator also he's the vice chair of the lgbt commission of kansas city the first ever lgbt commission in kansas city amazing pride month of course figured we'd talk to some friends yeah. Full disclosure, I had planned on doing a show, uh, but my face is the size of a watermelon. And to quote Duncan Sheik, I am barely breathing. So full shows back in your feeds on Monday. Now, that's not to mean we don't have a show on Friday. We do have a show on Friday, but it's going to be a little backdoor pilot. Ah. Sean Edwards and I are Fox 4 film critic, KC Morning Show film critic. You know, we do a movie thing on this show, Flicks on Fridays, a movie Monday. We've been scheming over quarantine, and we uh, put a little show together, like a full-length podcast-formed show. It's called Watch This. It's going to be a lifestyle streaming thing, so we're going to have that for you on Friday. Kitty didn't get nearly as much time off as she should have, so we just figured we'd take uh, take the rest of the week off, chat with some homies, play that back, but full show next Monday. How's that sound? Amazing. Does that work for you? That sounds good. You know what I'm doing today? What are you doing today? I'm doing something pretty cool. I love to celebrate the the human form, the female body. Oh, I, I am super doing. into empowering yourself. It's so, you know, I love to be liberated. I love when you liberate me with your human form. Big okay. Uh, <laughs> so about a year and a half ago, um, I did this really cool thing with an artist um, in Kansas City. He does sculptures, body casting, and it's very cool. It's very cool. It sounds exactly what it is. It's like plaster. Is it cold? It's very cold. 
It's got, uh, it's got it's it. very cold. Uh, <laughs> he's just a local artist. He makes like a bunch of them all the time. And he sells them for really good prices too. Actually, like we should have him on the show sometime because he's so cool. Because he does different body shapes and everything else. Well, he posted one of um, my statues and I had never seen it. Can you guess who this is? Or I wonder if the model even knows if it's herself. And it was me. So I hit him up and I was like, cool. It was so funny because you were like, I think this is me. And I was like, yeah, no, that's for sure you. <laughs> Can confirm. Can confirm. So I said, you know, I was like, oh, I would love to do it again. You know, love to love to help out my my artist friends. And well, he said, come pose for me. I'll give you one of these statues. So I think I might be bringing home some art for you today, Artie. Kitty gets casted. Yep. Chaboy likes. Yep. We'll put that right by the entryway. Uh, honestly, that's what my mom said, too. I figured that, listen, let's just let these folks know right when they come in. Yeah. And, and it's great. It's a uh, like it. it's uh, thighs to, to the neck. Titty meat included. All the meat included. Yep. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty. <laughs> we love family guy here. And Conway Twitty. So, Kitty, let's make some new friends, shall we? On your KC Morning Show, this morning, Justice Horn, activist, community leader, running for office, and vice chair of the LGBT Commission of Kansas City. My man wears lots of hats, but at the moment, his hat is that of guest on your KC Morning Show. How's that sound, Kitty? Put him in the, the VIP section of the phone call. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Hit star on that one. Yeah. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? The KC Morning Show. Justice Horn, he's an activist, a community leader. He's the vice chair of the LGBT Commission of Kansas City. June is Pride Month, and I can't think of a better person to, you know, fill us in on everything we've got going on in this town all month long. My brother, welcome to the KC Morning Show. How did this get started, my friend? You got to just fill me in from, from Jump Street. Start from the very beginning. The commission got it started after seeing that there was a crisis here in Kansas City. After looking at the alarming rate that black and brown trans people were being slain in our city, I think there were a lot of us in the community that knew that whatever was in place just didn't work. With that, I mean, we would then go through the process of talking with Councilman Bunch, as well as getting a sponsor from Councilwoman Andrea Boots to then create the commission. Um, it was a long and strenuous fight, but it was a righteous one, and ultimately we prevailed. The point of the commission is, is we have, I would say, over 50 or 60 plus amazing LGBTQ organizations doing phenomenal work. But it's about breaking down silos, about bringing the community together and actually making sure that we are all working in collaboration and as a collective. So kind of what the commission has done is, you know, not anything new, but just made sure that we're collaborating and that we're continuing to build and foster a community here in Kansas City. Uh, I think kind of our historic first is, is in getting the city to raise for the first time in Kansas City's history a progress pride flag on City Hall, the first time a pride flag will be flown on a government building. So it's not only opportunities for visibility and representation, but also moving the needles when it comes to human rights in Kansas City. I always tell folks that Kansas City is not as woke as Twitter would have you believe, but also we're not as red as that ridiculous racist email from, you know, drunk uncle at uh, Thanksgiving. We're somewhere in between with a lot of work to be done in the middle. How has the reaction, the backlash, you know, it was not easy, my friend. Uh, Change never is. So tell us how tell us how all, all that happened. I think it's important we understand the perspective and where we lay as a city. 
I like you said, and I think you do too as well. I love Kansas City. But sometimes when you love on something, you want it to do better, and it's tough love. I think when you look at where Kansas City sits, and not only the nation and the in the Midwest as well as in the Bible Belt, I mean, I just want people to understand that although Kansas City is great, that we are not in just our bubble, that there are a lot of external forces that bleed into our community, and it's important that we get that. There, there has been, and I know, there has been a lot of pushback with this commission. Uh, especially our first meeting, uh, we got uh, a couple of Zoom bombers that showed a lot of derogatory images towards us, and it seems like we're getting pushed back at every single moment. Uh, and that's just us existing. That's just us coming together and meeting. So I think it's even more important that we are even coming together as a collective, meeting and pushing the needle because we have a long way to go. I mean, uh, we still live in a state where there are no statewide LGBTQ protections as well as the county. Uh, the only protections are here in the city. And even here in the past couple of years, we finally banned conversion therapy. So we're really behind uh, the, the needle on a lot of LGBTQ policy. And it's, I mean, hopefully the commission can be an advocate for pushing city policy here in Kansas City so we truly get to a place where we're not just Midwest nice. We've done so much work already. Still, still got a lot of work to go. So what are some things you're super proud of so far small victories are still mm -hmm. victories and i'm a big believer in you know celebrating the wins yeah so i would say the the most thing i'm the most proud of is is the establishment of the commission i'm a true believer in, in doing things right the first time not only do we have a phenomenal chair moon glasgow brown that's done a lot of phenomenal work in the community but we have in a commission that is trusted by the community that is well represented by the community we have people from different districts as well as income as well as uh, different beliefs, but we are very much reflective of the community. And I think that's important for when people are looking at our commission, are looking for us to lead, that they see someone that looks like them, that loves like them, and that has the same beliefs as them. So I'd say first representation, uh, I would say second without a doubt the flag. I think it, it, it's telling when we see stuff like that, just very symbolic, no policy gestures like that are finally being done. It really shows to not only the public that, yes, recognition is good, but just how behind we are, uh, as well as, I would say, um, getting Trans Day visibility, officially recognizing our trans community, as well as for the first time in many years, uh, lighting the city in the colors of the trans flag. Um, I think we do a lot of lighting the city in rainbows, but it's, it's getting even kind of more direct to that community that has been targeted, not only in this state, but many states and all over the country for political play. But that we're, we're signaling to everyone that we stand with our trans brothers and sisters and that, uh, that it's just simply anti-LGBTQ if you mess with us. What can we look forward to? What are you all highlighting this month as we celebrate Pride and we celebrate everything that goes with it? And I'll be honest, there's a lot going on. Uh, the commission is doing its best to try and show up and at least be at every single event. We're looking at at least 30 to 40 different events all over Kansas City, from small to bigger venues. I think what we could look for is first kind of this weekend is Quez Presents. It'll be the first LGBTQ Pride event on 18th and Vine, and that's very uh, telling. Uh, because we have a very vibrant black community, but as well as that, we have a very vibrant black LGBTQ community. So that's kind of the first thing. It's at Sare on 18th and Vine at 11 
for a brunch on Saturday. So the commission will have an interview, and I may be a little messy afterwards with brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Justice, my but, brother, uh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> after that, uh, the commission, as well as the Kansas City Pride Alliance, is is putting out calendars for the month. So I apologize for not knowing everything. I'm taking things week by week basis, but uh, all I'm looking forward is to a, a Black Pride event and brunch this weekend. I got some more questions for you, but I guess before we change topics, as we are now entering into this pride in the new normal i mean there's so many layers to break down with that sentence but as we are in this this thing together that we're doing what is still kind of sitting on your mind i guess good bad and different what is what is something i guess you just can't let go as we as we now usher in uh, this this new normal this pride in a new normal you know yeah. inclusiveness in a new normal just reality in a new normal i guess what what are you stewing on and I appreciate you asking this question. And this goes all the way back to last year. And we saw the civil unrest that finally woke up the majority of the country to finally say that Black Lives Matter. And I know that there was a consensus in some part of the community that with Black Lives Matter and civil unrest, that pride had to be paused or that it had to take a backseat. When actually, the fight for the Black liberation as well as the liberation of LGBTQ people are one and the same that the Pride Movement got its start when a black trans woman, amongst others, threw the first brick at Stonewall. I mean, Pride started in reaction to targeted police violence against our community. And that's how we got today. Yes, Pride is about parades and, and celebrating our lives, but it's also about uh, challenging the status quo, showing up and, and being queer and showing that we're here, that we're communities, our communities aren't going anywhere. I think when you look at the origin of the community as well as pride, as well as today, seeing that black and brown LGBTQ people are still being targeted and slain for being simply trans and existing, it showed that the movement has not been equitable to everyone. So I think what we're seeing here locally is yes, being inclusive, but taking back pride for all of our communities that it's going to be inclusive and that everyone's going to benefit from the policy advancement advancements we see as a whole. I think people are thinking it's just important we be inclusive, but it should have that should have been the standard in the first place. Now, if you don't mind me, Justice, I'm going to I'm going to kind of shift this more about yourself, my friend, because uh I actually first heard about you when I was in college, way back when. I went to Mizzou, big wrestling school, and I hear about this guy, Justice Horn, a collegiate wrestler, one of the best in the country, who also happens to be a gay man. A growing number of gay athletes are changing the perception of inclusion in the sports world. A national publication called Out Sports is one place where LGBTQ individuals share their personal stories. One of those came from a wrestler at Northern State University in Aberdeen. Weighing in at 197 pounds, say hello to Justice Horn. Off the mat, there was a big decision Horn was wrestling with last fall. He wanted to be honest with his coach. He's like, I got something to tell you. That something is a declaration he made, not only to coach Rocky Burkett, but to his entire team. I'm gay, yeah. I just remember after practice that we all, almost everyone went up to him, told him it was fine, weren't going to look at him any differently. Just telling me it took a lot of courage. So, you know, I know it was a big deal to him. Uh, what surprised me was it wasn't that big of a deal. It was just another day. I just thought that um, just there should be more representation in the NCAA and especially a sport like wrestling. Porn hopes his coming out story saves kids from being bullied. 
just like he was when he was growing up. I was getting bullied for not only having attributes that uh, were very, where I got homophobic feedback, but also on my race and just being African-American. So being called the N-word a lot. A lot has changed. In addition to athletics, Horn is proudly involved on campus and with student government. Burkett says it's nice to see him find acceptance here and says it shouldn't be any other way. He is who he is and the guys accept him for that. They, they value him as, as, as a teammate and whatever he is, you know, being a gay athlete, they're fine with that. I end up transferring to UMKC. You also end up transferring to UMKC. You are a real yourself UMKC class president. So I knew, I knew way back when that this justice guy, He's going he's gonna to be on somebody's radar. He's going to be on our radar very, very soon. And now, fast forward to 2021, now you're running for office. Jackson County legislator. Some folks are in their car right now saying, what the hell is a Jackson County legislator? <laughs> so, Justice Horn, as you prepare to run for office, the floor is yours, my friend. So, uh, go ahead and make that stump. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate the intro. I, I think when looking at just how, and I, I appreciate you giving context because when you look at uh, the COVID pandemic as well as civil unrest, I think what we all came to the conclusion this past year is how important local government is. Not only electing our executive members, but as well as those who are passing the laws and the policies and those who just aren't. I think when you look at the, the mayor's office at Kansas City as well as the city council, we have a very forward-thinking, active mayor and city council. But when you look across the street, I think there are a lot of people in Jackson County uh, that don't know what Jackson County government does. Every single Jackson County resident has two representatives representing them, like city council. So the legislature and the seat I'm running for is one out of nine. There are nine legislative seats, nine votes, as well as a county executive who's currently Frank White. Uh, I think if anyone knows much about the, the county, they know about Frank White and his uh, very historic uh, history here in Kansas City. Uh, but why I'm running for the Jackson County Legislature is the district makes up a big portion of Kansas City. And I think it's important that we are fighting for a lot of our values of Kansas City at the county. I think that there needs to be a lot more transparency at the county, as well as a lot more clarity, as well as there needs to be more equity. I think when we look at criminal justice reform, as well as the future of the Jackson County Jail, that needs to be a resource in the community. That needs to be uh, an example in the region of what a resource in the community looks like. That's kind of short, short term why I'm running. I'm going to fight for Kansas City at the county level. And honestly, a lot of the things that uh, I helped push from Indigenous Peoples Day to Trends Day of Remembrance to the LGBTQ Commission to now Juneteenth happening this last year. That same policy needs to be reflected at the county level. If I ran for city council, it's well established. People are well engaging, other city council member, as well as they know what the mayor does and, and his authority. But when looking just 10 feet across the street to the county jail, as well as to the county courthouse, people don't know what's going on. And the fact that I'm running for one out of nine seats and, and a lot of the public doesn't know what they do, I think they, they purposely fly under the radar, that they purposely don't want to be held accountable. And I just hopefully want to shine a light on everything going on. It's never 
unacceptable. Expect more from your local governments. And that's what I hope to do. Justice Horn, he is a community activist here in Kansas City. He is the vice chair of the LGBT Commission of Kansas City, and he is running for Jackson County Legislator. My friend, where can people go to get not only more info about yourself, but where can we go to get more info about the commission or any events we have uh-huh. for Pride going on this month? Where can we go? So for the commission uh, on Twitter as well as Facebook, just LGBTQ Commission to Kansas City. You can find all of our information there, as well as my socials, just Justice Horn, J-U-S-T-I-C-E, Horn, H-O-R-N. Go ahead and uh, follow the campaign page to see how we're moving and grooving, and hopefully, you know, it's a job interview, and hopefully I get the job. Now, I got to ask you this question on behalf of everyone else in their car, because this question gets asked to me all the time. Is your real first name Justice? Because it is incredibly on the nose, my friend. For someone who was running for office, who was a community activist, your name is, it's almost too on the nose, my brother. Yeah, yeah. So uh, (laughs) I don't tell people this a lot. So I'm actually named after my father. So my father's name is Justice Horn senior and i'm a junior actually but how he got his name when my dad was growing up in fayetteville north carolina there was a neighborhood kid and my grandmother was pregnant uh and he said you should name your son after me uh my name is justice and that kid uh that week uh, died in a hit and run accident there in the neighborhood so my grandmother named my father after that neighborhood kid and then that's then how I got the name. I was named after my father. Justice Horn, I appreciate you. Go be great, my friend. If we have any other questions, we will definitely hit up all the social medias. A happy pride in our new normal. Let's do it. Let's do it the right way. And uh, let's do it together in what I think is the greatest city in the world, Kansas City. I completely agree with you. Finally, the rock Kitty, you want to do some words of wisdom? Well, on a Wednesday. Well, hump day. I would love to, baby. I've unfortunately not prepared anything, but I will leave you what? with one, what? one uh, kitty tippy or a word of wisdom, a, a kitty original, something like that. Oh um, no, no, no! You said it. You said it perfect the first time. A kitty tippy. That's the new that's name hilarious. of the segment. That's <laughs> perfect. That's it. It's moving season, right? You know, we've been under that process. I've seen a lot of friends um, signing leases. June is just, it's that time, you know. So my uh, my little kitty tippy to you. <laughs> Never pack a box that you can't carry yourself. And you're looking at me as you say that. I'm just saying. <laughs> it is something I live by. I never, I never feel anything that I cannot tall on my own. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Your first ever kitty tippy. Kitty, where can these folks find you? Uh, hard as a rock and covered in white stuff. What? Plaster. Hard soap plaster. Ah, yes, ah, yes. yes. Science. You'll Science. see the photos on my feed later. They are sure to be um, tastefully stiff. Mm, stiff. Yes. At Holy Arts, if you wanna, if you wanna see that. You can get me at Hartzell965. You get the show at the KC Morning Show on Instagram, KC Morning Show on Twitter. Facebook, KC Morning Show at gmail.com. Shameless plug. I'm like seven followers away on Instagram oh from two God, grand. Oh, my God. should have known. I so, thought you were going to maybe shout out KC Tiny Greenhouse. We were there last night. Shout out KC Tiny Greenhouse. We love y'all. But first, but Kitty first, has to, she has to plug herself. If you haven't, that's what she said. follow me on the Instas. You know, it's, it's very nice. Shamelessly self-promoting. That's all we got. That's it. A good day to be a Kansas City.
a superb day. We'll see you in the morning. The KC Morning Show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the KC Morning Show.